Oh shit, I accidentally punched the Dane. If uh, you were wondering whether you can punch your own people, I wasn't. I knew you could. Good. I'm an expert. I'm glad you knew that already. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! Hooray! Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 23. We are making our way into the Black Mage Village. That's right. We we walked through the, the confusing forest. Oh, you know? last week was Condipedi. We walked through yeah. the confusing forest to get he- yeah, to here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked to all the dwarves, did a terrible job reading those mm-hmm. voices. But before we get into the Black Mage Village, right now, a box of gross Michelle bananas is at your mom's place. It's on its way to my place. It's on its way to your place. Yeah. And so maybe when we refine this, we'll see us trying those bananas. It's possible. And that would happen right now. Holy shit, we just received the banana box. Yep, they were shipped to my parents, and my parents shipped them to me. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Kazmiski. They always come through. You're accomplices to this crime. <laughs> so, I'm opening it now. This should be an entire box of Just Gross Michelle. Smaller box than the last time. Supposedly, these are all going to be the same type. Whoa, there's a lot of them. Huh? You yeah. know. Here's, here's what they look like. These are the old bananas. Those are bananas, once again. Here's ones that look like what you were talking about. Yeah, well, they all, really straight. they all look really long, too. Yeah. You know? They look pretty robust. None of them are right. And how would you describe these? They, uh, I mean, you know, they look like a Cavendish, maybe a little straighter, and yeah. they're quite green still. They're yes. quite green, but they will turn yellow. It has, like, a sharper bend at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like straight and then with a very sharp bend at the end yeah and i mean when comparing to the ones we got i I do think that maybe we did have one but it wasn't any of the The ones we we thought thought. it's possible i mean it's really hard to say it is hard to say as we get further and further from that memory it's (laughs) like um yeah yeah it's now november i seem to remember the ones we liked were little we had the may box let's look up their ripening guide i mean i guess the scientific thing to do would probably disregard the data from the first box entirely (laughs) and begin again here. All right, ensure you're ripening bananas at 70 degrees Fahrenheit or above. Banana. Man, this guide sucks. Well, I think when they're yellow, I think we'll know when they're ripe, you know? They're going to look like bananas. Yeah, they're supposed to look yellow. The supposed to be like a bait and switch. No one was even supposed to fucking know. It should look... We'll just use what we know yeah, already yeah. in terms of how to know when they're ripe. Unusual about so, how they ripen. We got a while. They're going to stay here on the desk until they're okay. ready. <laughs> All right. Is there a better place for them to live? Well, I mean, that's up to you. You're the one who uses the desk most often. You know, when I could have some bananas on the just desk. Just gonna leave them. I'm down. You know, I think they should stay. I that think way, I can monitor it. them closely and i can know when they're ready ready to eat yeah man i can't believe it we hold in our hands many grows michelle's confirmed that like we, know we know are grow michelle yeah which i'm gonna pronounce differently every time i say it i'm what? just gonna call them gross michelle because the big mike i say croissant this is who i am the banana taste test is impending thank you ryan's parents so much yes, for making this you. real we will try these when they're ripe Probably next week's episode. And, you know, we really pulled one over on Miami Fruit. We did. Anyway, here we go. We're going into the Black Mage Forest. 
It's a village full of black mages. They're all taller than Vivi. They all look like each other, but Vivi still looks distinct. They're version two. Vivi couldn't, like, beat anybody up. They needed to be bigger. So we enter this lush village. If you remember, it's hidden behind a mirage that indicates it's a dead forest. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's lush. It's alive. And all the buildings here are shaped like black mage hats, which is great. Yeah, it's a very cute little place with tons of little mushrooms. So here we go. Ah, Humans! (laughs) Oh, shit. Humans, run! Run! Oh, fuck! Wait. The black mages are not excited to see us. No, they all freak out. We shouldn't have made it past that mirage. Yeah, well, they've they've tried to really hide themselves in here. Did you see them? There are others like me. Why would anyone build a village in the middle of a dying forest? Beats me. Where's Vivi? He went that way. But I, uh, hey! A village always have good I go fine. Jeez, you people! Yeah, they run off every time, and they have active time events. Fucking Christ, man. Yeah, so instead of getting to actually just explore this new town, which is what I want to do. Well, they don't even let you walk off the screen before they hit you with the active time events. There's three of them. Yeah, everyone runs off. You know, it's like everyone as a party is here together on this new continent. Mm -hmm. We got to a mysterious village Mm -hmm. where we're obviously not very welcome, and everyone (laughs) runs off on their own. No, we should be sticking together as a team. Can't you just stay with Zidane one time? Can we? uh, uh, Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got to get through this list before we can walk around town so freely. There's, three- <laughs> there's too many of them. Life on the run. So there's three of them. There's life on the run, Gorman's nose, and everyday life. We pick life on the run. The humans are here. Phoebe. This one is very simple. I'll put this in the genre of sort of incomprehensible and pointless. Yep, as a lot of these are. Some of the black mages run away, screaming the humans are here, and Vivi chases after them, and then Dagger just kind of says Vivi to well, herself. Yeah, Dagger's chasing after and, Vivi. Uh, you know, and that's and it. And that's it. What's going on? Going on. Maybe there's some kind of endless cycle where the humans and the mages have been consuming each other as energy sources for millennia uh-huh, uh-huh. and now the cycle is repeating we walk into the weapons shop black mage number 239 welcome huh maybe all these guys are headed for the reunion maybe these guys escaped yeah maybe they broke their uh, minds okay. Could I help you? Although these black mages are freaked out that we're here, that doesn't stop them from trading with us. It's one of those like great dissonances that we've lost in the voice yes. era. Yeah. Because you can have someone be simultaneously shocked that you're here and then also just like Here's a the functioning store. store. <laughs> He's selling mage mashers and stuff. I don't think we have we don't have one, and I'll get one, but I want to go through this list first. Yeah. Uh Gladius, we will definitely be getting one of these. Yeah, at this point when shopping, I've learned not to quickly buy the first thing that I see that I know I want, Mm -hmm. because there might be an entire list full of things. This game does items so well. There's always like a ton of shit that you want, Mm -hmm. and it's always worth it and exciting. So you want to take a lay of the land before you start buying. Oh, I like this music. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, this is good. This theme that we're listening to, the Black Mage Village theme, has a part that, for some reason, in my head, I hear it as, like, teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> this. Yeah, I love this music. Yeah, it's sweet. Mm. I think that's good for now. It's a shame uh, 
and we can't just equip everybody right now. This rules this theme. Black Mage Village. Walking onto the next screen, this whole place is like thatched huts. Mm -hmm. Little wooden fences around the outside. Very like hobbit village-y, mm -hmm. you know, like very rudimentary, homey, rustic. There's a pitchfork. It's a double-sided pitchfork. Yeah, that you seems know, dangerous. A big side and a little side. <laughs> but yeah, there's a Moogle on this screen, but we got to choose another active time event. They've added one yeah, now that we've watched one, so we still have three. Three. But this time they're all different. This is different language visit not invader and life cycle like the other oh, two are gone now this segment there might be like a bunch you can get differently if you choose different ones in a different order or something <laughs> what, many of these which things. one do we choose next jeff what's next up on the wheel of active time life cycle uh-huh i know you had food and in this active time event, Kina has found two black mages that are keeping a big egg safe. Yeah, and she's accusing them of hiding food from her. Well, she recognizes the egg. I love that she shows up in town and just starts, like, stealing food and, like, trying to eat people. This is and what she was doing in the last just place causing with the dwarves. havoc. Get out. This egg is ours. Is chocobo egg. Chocobo egg, super delicious. We share it. Eat it. We're not gonna eat it. A chocobo mother left it for us before she stopped moving. You mean died? That's right, we're gonna raise it for her. Oh my god, you crazy. You never raised any animal before. Shut up, we can so do it. These black mages watched a chocobo mother give birth and then die and entrust them with I this can't, egg. I, I can't believe that Kina is being so mean. Awful, <laughs> Kina. They're, ju they're just like, oh, you're idiots. You can't do it. <laughs> like, Give me the egg. Give me the on. egg. I'm gonna eat it. They'll stop at nothing to eat all of the yummy yummies, Jeff. That It's diabolical on a certain level. I not believe you. You eat egg behind my back. <laughs> okay. What you got on the Mognet, Mogrio? So we check the Mognet at this Moogle. And then we make the mistake, <laughs> I, don't I know. guess, of checking the Mog... I mean, it's a mistake to do it. Okay, the situation is we are holding three letters. And we, unbeknownst to us, you can only hold three letters. Which is absurd. I want you to deliver my letter, but well, you can't fuck, hold dude. anymore? Well, I don't I'm not, know. I'm not, I can't I'm throw, throw away letter. somebody's letter. I told them that I How the fuck am I going to go take this? It's really, really stupid. Completely ridiculous. So I guess we should have found either Mudan, Kupo, or Suzuna. Yeah. To give one of we these three letters. We needed to offload one of our letters in order before, to pick up this letter before we even said Magnet to this Moogle. And so when we say Magnet to this Moogle, he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll just throw my letter away." Yeah, like this is your you one opportunity to get the letter from this Moogle. And if you have three letters, you can't do it. This is fucking horseshit. It's really maddening. Like, it pisses me off so much. And it's like such a simple mistake. Like, like you can't I even come back. A, you as can't... I'm going to point out later, I have like a hundred fucking survival vests. I know. And, I know. And other shit in my pocket that is bigger you can't even, than a letter. It's not like you can come back either once you offload one. He's just like done. He's like too Bullshit. bad. Why would they do this? <laughs> how can it do I? How is it possible? that I don't have room in my inventory Maybe. for fucking four letters. Maybe it's possible that we missed an opportunity to drop one off somewhere to like double back easily or something. 
you know? Yeah. And we're gonna have to come back to pick up his letter. Oh, we're definitely gonna have to come back to pick up his letter. And we're definitely gonna remember to, you know? That's the best part. We'll remember that it was... <laughs> it was at the Black Mage Village, okay? Let's commit this to memory. There's a letter at the Black Mage Village. Oh, you poor fools. Hoping that you'll be able to pick up this letter later. Like, why not? You know, why not? I don't not? know why not. It makes not. perfect sense that you would be able to. There is a letter at the Black Mage Village. There is a letter at the Black Mage Village. There's a letter at the Black Mage Village. There is a letter at the Chocobos! We walk into the hut in front of us, which has a chocobo in it, and Kina, that's like where she was. Visitor, not invader. So we hit the next active time event, which is called Visitor Not Invader, which cuts over to Dagger, who is in what we're going to learn is the synthesis shop. Yeah, and there's two black mages in here, like, working a big machine with, like, some gears on mm -hmm. it and a bunch of complicated-looking chemistry equipment. One's standing up on top of it, and the other one's down at the bottom. Um, why are you here? Um, excuse me. This is our village. Yeah, we have a major cat. You forced that little guy to guide you here, didn't you? That's all you humans ever think about, using us. You mean about Vivi? That's not true. It's just that I was surprised to see black mages other than Vivi who could talk, so... Besides, I'm here to stop the person who is sending you off to fight. Are you telling the truth? Lies! All humans are liars, you're lying! This is true. But it's true. I can't just sit here and watch while horrible things are happening. The black mages here seem to be disturbed by the events of the game as much as we are. Yeah, well, we're going to learn their deal, but suffice to say, they've had bad experiences with humans and have escaped to this forest. Yeah, <laughs> so we cut back over to Zidane, who has found Kina talking to those two black mages that were taking care of the egg. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kina, Zidane, you want to eat two chocobo eggs? Very delicious. We're never gonna give it to you. Is, uh, is, you, is this guy with you <laughs> taking somewhere else? I don't feel like playing cards right now, but I do think it would be funny if I did. <laughs> Too bad you can't help them by getting rid of her. I know. <laughs> Yeah, you can't really shoo Kina away for them. No. <laughs> she Kina's just, just hangs out. Salivating over this ominously, egg yeah. that they care about. Tongue out. So we continue exploring. That must be terrifying for them. Yeah. Can you imagine if something that looked like that burst in this door right now? Dude, I would be, and started talking about eating. Started, about eat, eat, started talking about, like, eating Haley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're like, no, you can't do that. You can't eat Haley. And it was like, why not? Like, you want to eat Haley. And, and the thing is like, is like, I know you're going to eat Haley yeah. as soon as yeah, I as leave. Soon as I leave like, no, we're not. Eat that dog. We're not me. going yeah, to like, eat the dog. It would be. And then like, we're like, is this guy with you? And the person's like, yeah. <laughs> And we're like, can you help us? And they're like, no. no. And they leave. So we hit another active time event, which is called Different Language. Mm. And it's Vivi standing in like a little cemetery full of scarecrows, basically, as grave markers with black mage hats and jackets. There's two black mages here, and they notice Vivi walking up behind them. Is he the one who came here with that group of humans? He's all right. Look into his eyes. He's aware, just like us. Okay. Um... What are you doing here? We escaped together from Alexandria and the cargo ships. Yeah. This far? That's right. We wanted to live in a world where there were no humans. To find that, we had to cross the ocean. I see. Now you've brought them to so, us. Um, what's this? This is a, uh, what's the word? It's a cemetery. 
Right. right. It's a cemetery. A cemetery? And this is where the tone of the goofy music clashes with the vibe <laughs> of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, they turn down the backing track for yeah. this part. <laughs> and these black mages start talking about death. This is the heaviest location in the game. Yes, our friends are buried under here. But why? That's because I came here with Mr. 36. We escaped together. <laughs> this game... We had so many things to learn. It was really scary at first, but we helped each other. Then one day, Mr. 36 stopped moving. He just stopped. Wouldn't move or say anything. My friend who knows lots of things told me that this was what death was, and we had to bury him. Do you think his friend who knows a lot of things and told him about death is the Final Fantasy School moogles that hang out in that marsh? <laughs> oh my god. I hope so. Mr. 36 is buried under the ground now. God, dude. But I don't understand why. Oh, no. He's gonna come out again one day, right? When he does, I'm gonna wash him off in the pond. Oh my god. <laughs> what is he talking about? Was it a disease or was he hurt? Fuck. You're actual crying here. Yeah, no, it, it gets me. It, it does. I think it's something about the unexpected depth out of nowhere. It's just the simplistic puppets. terms of it. It's yeah. just like the honesty of the scene and, and the way it's played. Tell me why. That's best. What? <laughs> and then that active time event ends. Yep. And you're Zidane wandering around this town full of houses and yeah, we shops. Can, we can finally explore it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What? Anyway, continuing to explore the what? village. Okay, the store. Oh, it's the yeah. end. <laughs> this is the end, but we're not ready to check you in. Yeah, and in the end, there's a bunch of artwork on the walls that were made by different black mages that live here. A Walk in the Forest by Black Page number 234. They're making art. The whole place is like a rehab facility or something. <laughs> like, they just sit around, like, talking about, like, There's a lot trying of to get over the trauma. To keep themselves busy. Yeah, they're, you know, <laughs> miming human life to try to eke some meaning out of their existence. It's, it's really dark. Our Village by Black Mage 123. I received Virgo. Hey, we picked up Virgo there. Mm-hmm. That's one of the Stelazios. Oh, They're yeah, just, yeah. They're just, like, tucked away in random corners of the world. Some of them are really hidden. Wow. This place is so weirdly designed. I like it. Uh, I guess shopkeepers say welcome when a customer comes approaches the counter. No, because I came around the side. High potion! Hell yeah. I'm getting ten of them. Yeah. Because we already hit the weapon store here. There might be a synthesis shop, so don't don't go nuts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good thinking. Oh, that comes out over here. Isn't that cute? You see that? Comes around like this. You go through here. Ooh, ether. I mean. Oh, this is just lying around on this store shelf. Mm -hmm. So we walk into the next door, which is where Dagger was, talking to those two black mages. This is the synthesis shop. Oh, Zidane. What's up, Dagger? I was telling them why we're here. Why are we here? <laughs> It's a dang. It's just a joke. Jeez, don't get mad. <laughs> you see, I'm trying to make them understand. What's a joke? Is it scary? <laughs> <laughs> it's something. <laughs> something funny, right, Dagger? You don't seem so bad. Because you're here to fight the bad guys. 
That's right. You're unbelievable, you know that? Dagger's right. Now isn't the time to be doing complicated bits, Zidane. <laughs> hey, where's Vivi? I don't know where he went. That worries me. I'm going to look for him. Hey, Dagger. Not again. Dagger runs off to find Vivi, make sure he's, you know, emotionally okay. And we turn to the black mages who are here in the shop. And we press the button that talks to them. Hey, guys. Play cards. Welcome to the... Yeah, the synthesis shop. Oh, hell yeah. Good thing. Fuck yeah. Okay. The rune tooth. We need a mithril dagger. A second one. Did they have mithril daggers for sale? I don't think they might have. Glass buckle. We don't have one of those. We don't. We should get one. Medane's ring. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. Okay, that's it. Ankle and Medane's ring. Should I make this right now? I think so. And the glass buckle? Yeah. And we should see if we can buy a mythical dagger. Mm -hmm. Oh, sweet. We open a chest, like, right at the shopkeeper's feet and mm -hmm. find 2,000 gil. Yes, please. <laughs> These idiots don't know about stealing yet. They just know that humans lie all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the rule is usually if people find your money, they get to have it. You get to keep it if you find <laughs> it in a treasure chest that's in your back room at your home. In the synthesis shop, we ascended a ladder, which allowed us to go out onto these, like, second floor planks. Yeah, there's, like, some planks across the rooftops. So you're kind of up against the thatched hats that mm -hmm. all of the buildings wear. It's like maintenance access. Look at how the buildings are like the hats. Yep. Structurally. It's just like how uh, our houses look just like, you know, heads. Uh, you sound like you're being sarcastic. But I, I live in a giant the, skull. The fronts of them usually do look sort of like a face. Hey guys. So as Zidane, we find the cemetery, mm -hmm. which has these two sad black mages. I wonder what it's like down there. Is it warm or cold? Jesus Christ! I, I'm like, I was like about to cry all of a sudden. I know! I like, oh no, this guy is like, jeez. Hey, how come you guys all talk? <laughs> We became aware one day, each under different circumstances. Became aware? How? Do you remember being born? Why don't you uh, back off, like man? Jesus. <laughs> you get the fuck out <laughs> no, of our village! I don't, I guess. Been traumatic for me! I mean, argue with that, Zidane. Yeah, this gets really existential here in the Black Mage Village. Each of them individually woke up at a different time. Which seems like a real fault in the plan. If your, like, mindless army is gonna suddenly just start becoming aware. Yeah, once in a while our mindless drones just become aware and decide to make art. And they wanna <laughs> they... go off and live in a village together. Uh, yeah. It was the same with me. I just woke up one day. <laughs> and there was a human body lying next to me. Oh, really? His body was covered in blood. I oh, my God, used dude. to be him. <laughs> it scared me. I didn't know what it meant. I think you're dead, but your soul was I ran as fast this. as I could. When I looked around, I was far away from... I think he was killing people. I think he, like, came to... Oh, my God. And he was, like, murdering. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, that's there were was. many others like me, and we decided to escape together. Yeah, no, he, like... Woke up and was like, I'm murdering everybody yeah. on the front lines. We heard about this village after roaming around for a while, and that's how I ended up here. I see. I see. Jesus, he's like, oh, okay. Many of our friends stopped moving recently. The ones that were produced earlier stopped first. Maybe our lifespan is limited. Jesus! 
Okay, so I woke up bathed in the blood of my enemies. <laughs> and then my oldest friend started dying off, indicating that I will eventually die. Mm-hmm. All of existence is hitting this person at once. I, I think to this day I've never seen a game confront death this directly. Dark. <laughs> Not since Celeste killed herself. Well. Hey, hey, Vivi, how are you liking this fun town? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone here's just like you. Mm-hmm. Exactly like you. Can you believe that? Right, this is the end. I'm looking for the weapons store. I think it was over here. Here you are. Mithril dagger. I go find the weapons store to buy a second mithril dagger to use at the synthesis shop. Yeah. To make a We're super weapon. We're trying to get everything we can. Alright. The rune tooth. Hell yeah. Alright. We run into Vivi, who's at the inn. And make sure that he's okay with whatever the hell is going on <laughs> in this town. Vivi, what's wrong? Huh? Oh, Zidane. It's, it's not. How could it be nothing, and how could Zidane not know what's wrong? Like, it's... I mean... Well, let's, I see, know let's wrong. see what happens. Did something bad happen? All the black mages seem pretty <laughs> nice. Just, nothing happened. Grr, I'm hungry. This village people eat terrible food. Dagger and Kena walk in, so the whole gang's back together. Here in the inn. Oh, Vivi, you're back. Where were you? You look very... You got tired, right, Vivi? Yeah, I don't blame you. We've been walking around nonstop. We should call it a day. I feel like there's an element here of nobody wants to, like, ask Vivi what they want to ask him mm-hmm. about what he thinks of this place. Yeah, maybe they're also <laughs> depressed that they're yeah. like, I'm tired. Yeah, from and the it, day. it's just, like, too <laughs> awkward to, like, address. Like, so Vivi, they're all dying. They're all, huh? Yeah, that may- <laughs> maybe you will yeah, die. Yeah, maybe you're going to die. Maybe we should say to Forrest, look for food. So it cuts to some time later. The sun has gone down and all the crickets are buzzing. Mm-hmm. And Vivi says something that we don't hear to the innkeeper mm-hmm. and then leaves the inn. Zidane, Vivi just walked out. Dagger goes to tell Zidane that, that Vivi left and they should go see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's letting us have a little romantic quiet time. I'm serious. I wouldn't worry too much, but he's trying to figure something out for himself. Vivi's never met black mages like himself before. But what if they're being mean to him or saying nasty things? While Dagger is like worried that Vivi can't take care of himself, he's just kind of wandering around the peaceful village at night. This image of the village is so beautiful at sunset. Yeah. There's like all these pink hues and. The moon in the sky is like pink. And, the color and, of rubies, almost. And the sky is like a nice turquoise gradient. Yeah. And, and it just like is sort of like shimmering across the village. The lights coming out of the huts are pink, so they have like these pink little faces on them. There's like a cricket in the foreground mm-hmm. rubbing its wings together. Do you really think the people of this village gathered to do something like that? Maybe. Just maybe. He'll find what he's looking for. Find what? Yeah, what? What is Vivi looking for? A place to call home. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying. It's been a little unclear. He's just kind of been wandering around like, uh... Is he from the moon? The camera pans up to look at the pink moon, and Vivi just needs a place to call home. The phone home! The color of Ruby's place where he belongs. We've cut back over to Zidane and Dagger on bunk beds in the inn. Hey, Zidane. When you said home... 
What's the matter? Can't fall asleep. And so then Dagger hints at, like, the thing that Zidane's never brought up, which is, like, do you have a home? Yeah. Like, maybe you relate to Vivi in this scenario. How about a bedtime story? Let's see. Once upon a time. There you go again, teasing me. Once upon a time, there was a man. There was a man who didn't know where he came from. Whoa. <laughs> Zidane. Deep shit. This man had longed to find his birthplace ever since he was a small child. I bet he was a monkey boy. Was he? I don't know. His birthplace. A place he only remembered in his dreams. I bet he once was like some sort of other guy who the monkey got cursed. While Zidane tells this story, we see him, I guess in a memory, walking around on a dock by an ocean while some like other kids play nearby. Yeah, there's a very large cove. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is Hippal, but a couple of hippopotamus people... Yeah, it kind of looks like this might be in Alexandria, but I really don't know. Yeah, it's pretty idyllic. One day the man left the home of his adoptive father and went on a quest to find the answer. His only clue was the blue light he saw in his dreams. A blue light? Yeah, he thought it might be a memory of his birthplace. An ocean, maybe? Did he, <laughs> did he find it? Hey, you're jumping ahead. A lot of things happened along the way. All right, we can skip ahead. No, he never found it. <laughs> <laughs> How could he? His only clue was a colored light. Yeah, bad clue. Not a lot to go on. Yeah, but in short, this is the story of where Zidane came from is he doesn't know. He tried to find out once and couldn't. And so he gave up. <laughs> I feel like if they had seeded some piece of this in at the beginning, yeah. like if he had talked to Baku about this at the yeah. beginning, yeah. this would, would be a lot more effective. Stuff that comes later would be a lot more effective. I totally but agree. this is a great little moment between him and Dagger. <laughs> so he went back to the home of his adopted, adopted father. What do you think his father did when he came home? Welcomed him home. We see Zidane standing in the Tantalus hideout. Yeah, and Baku's there. No way. Father raised his fist and beat the side and worked so hard to break. Oh my god. Jesus fucking Christ. Wham, pow, whack, bam. Why? Shit. I don't know. The screen goes black and like old Batman style, like little speech <laughs> bubbles pop up in the Pow. darkness of Baku beating Zidane. <laughs> you know what surprised him even more? That his dad was uh, this is the leader of the so like gut wrenching. Father smiled after beating up his son. Can you believe that? He just gave his son a beating. But this is what the man thought when he saw his father smile. This is my home. This is the place I call home. This is so fun. <laughs> the man is still looking for his birthplace, but he already has a home. The place where his dad beats him. Maybe, maybe, oh my God. It's the same for Vivi. He's looking for a place to call home. Why is it getting so So maybe he should also get beaten by these people oh. and then he'll oh. feel at home because they'll smile at him and he will still be looking for I his birthplace. He will stay in this village. Oh my god. We then cut over to the cemetery where Vivi approaches like a lone black mage who's standing there. Hello. Nice to see you again here in the cemetery late at night. Um, I wanted to ask you something. What is it? I was wondering how many people have stopped moving. You're very kind to use our words, but you already know what I, it means to live and to die. <laughs> You're asking about our friends who have died, not stopped. Um, 
Seven of our friends stopped functioning recently. I think our lifespan is limited. I've suspected this ever since the first one came to a stop. It varies a little, but most of us stopping one year after production. They only have one year lifespans? Oh my god. I haven't told anyone else about this. If I did, they'd feel the same way I do. What do you feel? I don't know. Fear? I don't want to stop. And maybe I want to run from it all. This is so good. This is really good. But living in the village with everyone fills me with joy. The joy of living with them far outweighs the fear of death. Isn't it the same for you? Traveling with your friends gives your life meaning? I... <laughs> I don't know if you uh... <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> I mean, I kind of feel like that's the theme of the whole thing right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of the bigger moments in the game. Traveling uh, with your friends is what gives wise. your life meaning. Well, this game is really just like all about the different ways people find meaning in life and how death gives life meaning and right. what it means to live and die and live a good life. It has a And ton that death it. is more important than it is only sad. It's complicated. Anyway, the next morning, Zidane and Dagger are near the entrance to the town, and Dagger's talking to a black mage. She's saying, really? Really? Yeah, I think that's what you're looking for. Thank you. What's up, Dagger? Zidane, someone saw a silver dragon in the northwest part of this continent. Sweet. The people of Conpetit said there was a place called Sanctuary where entrance is restricted. I think this Kuja said something about a secret being hidden on this continent. You heard him say that? Yeah, something about the source of the mist. Hmm, maybe we can find out more if we go there. It maybe save my mother. So we've got the next clue. A silver dragon was seen in the north. There's potentially an origin to all of the mist. Right, where's Vivi? Vivi says he's staying behind. Yeah, wait for me. Everyone in the village asked me to see the outside world and tell them about it. I see. The village wants Vivi to go out and report back on the way the world is. Mm -hmm. I thought Dagger and I'd get to spend some quality time together. <laughs> you know can leave me here, I starve. Oh yeah, I forgot about you. <laughs> Let's go everyone. Yeah. To Conpetit. Into and the sanctuary, the sanctuary that lies beyond. Yeah, we're gonna head back through Condopedi, past that guy who wouldn't let us pass him mm -hmm. on the bridge. Yeah, but we're going back to the Moogle first. The one whose letter we threw away. Um, let me go hit that Moogle. You motherfucker. Fuck it. You motherfucker. It's a letter from Stiltskin, yeah, let's read it together. Now the Moogle has a letter from Stiltskin. I guess in the night he stopped by. He's so. he's headed to Khan Petit. I'm becoming familiar with the geography of the outer continent. My next generation is Khan Petit. They exchange a special greeting with each other before entering the village. What was it? I think it was Rally Ho. It's actually Rally Kubo. Mm -hmm. Stiltskin is so funny. Does he no longer have a letter? Like, did I accidentally, like, wind up throwing away his letter because I, you know... That would be horrible. I agree. We built this shack to accommodate our baby Chocobo. Pretty nice, don't you think? I agree. And before we leave town, we check in on the Chocobo egg. Yeah, they've got it sitting on a nice little nest, incubating it. I wonder when it'll hatch. I'll keep it warm constantly. Thinking of a name for it. They're playing the Chocobo game where they have to breed Chocobos, mm -hmm. and, you know. Well, I like the Black Mage Town. Yeah, it's cool. And really depressing. So now we go back to where we came from. Yeah, Con Con Petit, yeah. Chicken. 
we'd take a little break from playing the game and eat the Zanku chicken that had just arrived. During the intense nighttime scene, the food arrived. We ordered it last week. Yeah. And now we're eating it. Yes. Mm, good pick. Yeah, something... I wanted something filling and nourishing mm -hmm. and not, like, sleepifying and heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might still happen. It's going to be a struggle. It's been really good. The game? Mm-hmm. It's really good. Just almost made you cry, this game. I did cry a little. If <laughs> I thought so. Random cheap shots. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, like... Out of nowhere. Yeah. It was mostly the unexpected nature of it. Man, I also got a ton of tomb and hummus and pickles and rice and pita so we can oh, make... Oh, we can make breakfast tomorrow. We can make and snacks throughout the day and stuff. And make good wraps. Man, I've been an idiot not ordering their rice as a side. Dude, the rice is so good. It's really good. I usually get double hummus and I'm like... It's a little too much hummus. Oh yeah, no, I love mixing hummus and Mediterranean rice up. On the plus side, you don't have to understand the horrors that make this meal possible, Haley. You don't have to know anything about it. Do you think she'd care? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Dog, dogs horrified to learn about factory farming? I don't think they would like it. I, it probably really would depend on the dog, you know? You'd have to raise it to like it. City dog like Haley might be sort of indifferent. City dogs just don't but get dogs it. that are friends with cows, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> they might get it. I don't think there's any dogs that are really enemies of cows. They seem to get along well, you know, on farms, mm -hmm. on YouTube, mm -hmm. where reality is these days. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I saw a video now. How much of a mess? Look at me, this is just trying to make a wrap. Those who hate hearing me eat can now pay $5 a month and hate watching me eat <laughs> as I pile a bunch of hummus into the palm of my hand <laughs> with barely enough pita there to hold it. <laughs> yeah, you've got like a single ply I, of like pita. Uh-huh. Yeah. That looks like a wrap. The fucking Knight Rider. <laughs> Dad, look at yourself. Mm. When you're eating something really good, you mm -hmm. feel like David Hasselhoff drunk on the bathroom floor. <laughs> and you know what I mean? That's a <laughs> measure of how good some like food oh, can this be. is David Hasselhoff drunk on the bathroom floor good. Yeah. Like I'm a sloppy mess over this good. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed of myself. Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, good. Yeah. No, this was the exact right thing to have ordered. This Gave me enough energy to at least go to uh, Petite Syrah, or whatever the fuck it's called. Condi Nest, Petite Condor, mm -hmm. and then see how we're feeling. And here you can see our plans to do a late night unravel almost <laughs> instantly. Well, you were like, I didn't want to get a meal that would put me to sleep. I mean... <sighs> we're going to bed in 20 minutes. I was living in denial. Because I got a feeling we're about to cut over to Steiner in the game. Yeah, it will probably be time to stop soon. <laughs> So we sit back down to go to the next place. Back to Condipiti. Condipiti. No ruling yet on how to say that, even internally here. <laughs> cannot no figure cat. out which <laughs> is the right one. Let's do this. Excuse me, sweetness. Hey, Kaylee, check out this pillow. Check out that pillow. Yeah, perfect. Call me anytime, Kubo. Oh, oh shit. 
hey, there's the friendly monster music. Yeah, but this time, instead of a monster asking for ore, it's a little different. Oh, what? Well, this seems different. Oh, God. This is our first encounter with the Ragtime Mouse. That's his name. This is a quiz master who you can run into in the world. Yeah. And he'll ask you questions that are true or false about the game. Yeah, I think you can run into him in any forest or something. There's some, like, small chance. I think if you take 20 steps on the world map or something without getting into a fight... I can't There's remember. some way to game it, but yeah, he's like a percentage chance of random encounter in forests. Pop quiz. <laughs> Question number one. Chocobo Forest is located between Lindblom and Southgate. True or false? I, I don't know. True. I, I confidently pick true. Correct. Good job. Oh my god. It sounded right. I got 1,000 yells. I got 100% correct. Wow, I'm awesome. Wow, it's gonna Good quiz me job, now? This dude. game is gonna start quizzing me about shit in the game. What the fuck was that? That was it? We got 1,000 gil. We got 100% correct. Oh. You remember all the... I mean, you know, 8 had more quizzes, though, to be fair. Yeah, this is the FF9 iteration of the quiz from FF8. Yeah, I guess they, they saw that and were, they were like, well, we gotta carry that over. <laughs> in 8, it was only in the menu. Yeah. It was it was to at access the, it, it was at the beginning at the terminal. But here it's integrated into the game. Much it, smoother. It's cool that they put in different kinds of encounters that yeah. you can run into so that there is something to find out the there. Exciting the exciting nature of hearing that song in the probability machine is great. I hear there's a lot of quizzes in 13. But will there be like a hundred of them? I, there might be. I hear they're like on consoles that are throughout the world. What the fuck is wrong with these fill out, people? Fill out work Why do they make games? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, this one's a pretty good game. <laughs> I'm like kind of amazed at how good the game part of this game is. <laughs> yeah, it's just that I don't understand them sometimes. Like, yeah, I know. I, I'm I mean, so know what close you mean. to them. I know I've what you spent mean. so much time looking and at their work, yeah, and I still just I can't understand <laughs> some of their decision making. Where is it? It's over there on the it's button. Up here, yeah. yeah. Die, you stupid goblin. Thank you. So, is that a lacrosse racket? I'm looking at Dagger's weapon, the tennis racket. It looks sort of like a magic lacrosse. Yeah, like it throws a magic ball. Where it kind of looks like those scoop things that people use to like throw balls really far for their dog. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's like lacrosse exactly, but it's like that idea, you know? It's like a real thrower. Mm -hmm. You play trackball. It's like a big scoop and it has like a wiffle ball, but the wiffle ball is like really textured. That thing, yeah. And it, I know the scoop about. has like these teeth in it that grab it. Really so we make it back to Condipedi. The team stops out front to wonder about the sanctuary that's up ahead. On the other side. So the sanctuary is on the other side of that valley. But the exit leading there from the upper floor is guarded by a dwarf who won't let us through. Twin dwarves block way out from shop like on right side. Yeah, I know there's two areas that we couldn't get through. Hmm, well let's just try to go as far as we can. Yeah, let's, let's go talk to those guys again. Let's go push him around a little. Let's go say, this is our town we'll now. Be like, Oi, you dumb idiots. Get out the fucking way. And they'll be like, 
He knows our language. We all want mail, Kubo. Hey, bud. We find the dude who's blocking the way and explain our position. Say, I want to get through here. Bletheration. Bletheration. Only those who have received the ceremony can pass. The heck is that ceremony? Speak to his holiness. And where is his holiness? I don't know where he is, I don't know. What's this, some kind of roster or something? I missed this last time. So we gotta poke around to find the priest who oversees this ceremony. Mm -hmm. And on the wall nearby... There's a roster of people who have gotten married here. Well, received the blessing of the sun and the heavens through the authority of Father David. Right. The current number of couples who, having received the blessings of the sun and the heavens through the authority of Father David, have visited the same. 99. Oh, he's a one away from 100. We're going to be a hundred. We will be the hundred. He's going to be the hundred sun baptisms. Okay, and then there's the fountain. Where is his holiness? Speak to his holiness. I where it is. Do you know where his holiness is? Jenny's a bonnie lass, is she now? Yes. I say so, I'm sure. Is the bird his holiness? Yeah, maybe it's a trick question and like this whole place is his holiness. You know? Yeah, people totally fuck on this boat, and that totally is the ceremony, it seems. Right, and everyone can stand on the sides and watch. Because, well, this lady's, like, a man and a woman are joined by the blessing of the sun here. Get your heads out of the gutter. <laughs> They're talking about marriage. Of course, we're and a little bit too like young to receive that yeah. blessing just yet. And then he, this guy's like, oh man, someday I want to be joined to Betsy on top of the Kirk boat. And afterward, we'll go to the sanctuary and inscribe our names together. We're totally going to Kirk on the Kirk boat. Go down and to the, to the left. I don't think I can. Oh, you're right. Hey, are you the holy guy? Oh, he's right here. David Evan. Father David. We find a dwarf with especially ornate clothing. And a very big beard. Hey, Father David. What are you doing hanging around this alleyway? Well, a priest has much to worry about, you say. Yeah, whatever. Uh, look, we want to get past this village. <laughs> Tradition states that only those who undergo the ceremony can approach the sanctuary. So what the heck is that ceremony about anyway? And as he explains what happens in the ceremony, Dagger walks in. Well, after a man and a woman are blessed in holy union, they leave on a holy pilgrimage to the sanctuary. Well, speak of the devil. I'm a man and a woman, and so a... basically it's a wedding and a honeymoon, right? Hey, didn't it your words, lad? What do you think you understand? Dagger, what do you say? <laughs> so we can go to the sanctuary if we undergo that ceremony, right? Oh, hey, Dagger. Uh, so yeah, that's the deal. Uh, what do you think? We can go if we get hitched, but there's no way we'd actually... Let's, Let's do, do it. it. What? Zidane is like embarrassingly tiptoeing around mm -hmm. the question because he he would want to get married to and Dagger. And Dagger's like, sweet, let's do it. Yeah, Whatever we gotta do. Exactly a pragmatist. Zidane's shocked by this, especially because she's really been uninterested in him lately. <laughs> see, you wanna be joined, eh? The ceremony's only for dwarves, see. Uh but we have a say a few folks nowadays. We're doomed to ninety-nine couples. Oh my god. Well, we're about to make it. Yeah, I was worrying about that very thin. But what's the harm? The harm? We can have our hundredth ceremony. I love this this translation of this game. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Dagger, what's going on? We're getting married, idiot. Yeah, dumb, dumb. Your dream. 
So we cut over to the ceremony room, and Zidane and Dagger are standing on the Kirk boat. And the priest and his underlings are, like, up on the altar, which overlooks it. Spirits of the mountain, spirits of the wood. Watch over <laughs> this man and woman as they began their journey. Uh, how did I get into this? This is what happens when you hit on girls, dude. Dude, yeah, it happens Watch. fast. Careful, dude. Ball, ball, ball and chain. Ball and chain Zidane is what you'll be called. Watch Dang, uh, bro. Now hold on a second, Dagger. Do you get it? This is marriage. <laughs> marriage. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E. Zidane's freaking out. Yeah, he's like, oh god, what did we just do? Like, this is for real. He's like, I have responsibilities to you now. Marriage. No kidding. Never. We have to do it to go home, right? Yeah, but, but that's not reason enough. Dude. Oh, Zidane, you're making this suck. You are such an idiot, Zidane. Oh, come on. It's not like this, you're gonna be married when you get back home. You're just married in this... It's sickness and in health. Of course, we're just trying to get past this village. Have the strength to carry through the trials. Could it be that she likes, likes me? And the wisdom to follow the path. Gotta admit, I was pretty deep that night in the Black Mage village. <laughs> Maybe that's when, when she fell for me. I'm such a stud. Yeah, as the ceremony's continuing on, Zidane's questioning how does well, she really feel? Well, the fact that she, like, agreed to do it, he's letting it get his hopes up that right. she's into him now. And, and she's been very is, clear, like, we just have to do this to he, get past. he wants this to be real, yeah. but it's not. And he's, like, fighting with that emotion. May the blessings of heaven be upon this man and woman. <laughs> this is really good. Dagger, now we're man and wife. Time for the kiss. Is that oh. all? Oh, she took a step Denied. back. Oh. 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 When the time comes to seal the deal with a kiss, Dagger walks away and Zidane falls over. I guess he leaned forward too far, presuming that she would be Play there. hard to get, eh? And felt and tripped. It is done. They're married now. Now you need to announce you're joining to the twins at the other gate. What? You mean there's more? We have to follow tradition, lad. Ah, well. Time for us newlyweds to make the rounds, Dagger. Remember, we're only married while we're here. Bliss is so fleeting. Bliss is so fleeting. Dane, what are we supposed to do? Hey, you guys trying to ruin our honeymoon? But you know can just leave us here. Yeah, the only people who can go on to Sanctuary are those who are married. Little short-sighted of them to not think of this beforehand. Well, that leaves Vivi and Kina. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I'll figure something out. Uh, Why don't you guys get married, too? And then you can come with us. Yeah. And you're, you're a man and a he, she. Yeah. Why don't you guys get married, too? What? Yeah, that's it. In the meantime, Dagger and I can go announce our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Nuptial joy. We get a little active time event that pops up because we chose why don't you two get married. Yeah, so we're going to see Vivi and Kina get married mm -hmm. on the Kirk boat. Nuptial? Nuptial. Nuptial. <laughs> Hell yeah. And the strength to carry you through the trials. <laughs> one day, you know. And the wisdom to follow the path. Uh -huh. May the blessings of heaven be upon this man and woman. Vivi and Kina's dialogue is just dot dot dots through yeah, all of Yeah, they're just silent. And then Kina turns to Vivi and they're just thrilled. Happiest day of their life. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy, baby. Me, me too. Kina doesn't understand that this is just to get through. 
the village. You know oh, what I mean? Kina is sincere in all things, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm married now. Got that handled. Mm-hmm. Moving up in the world. Now it's, it's time really going to well become impregnated by Vivi. <laughs> yeah, to... So we approach the twin guards who are blocking the way. Zidane and Dagger are going to try to go through. Hi, guys. We're the newlyweds, Zidane and Dagger. Rally ho, happy fit, off to the sanctuary then, are you? You better believe it. You can't stop us. Let's we let us through. We let us through. Rally ho, of course, safe journey to both of you. So they just stand around going like, are you two married? <laughs> are you, yeah. you, just answer the fucking question. No. Are you married? No. Well, then get the fuck out get of here. Get three feet Scram. Get back. Rally ho, rally ho. Rally ho. But stay back. <laughs> let us be off, my darling. Thief. But before we can head off to Sanctuary, we hear someone shout, Thief. Huh? Mog, hurry. Who the fuck is this? A little girl with purple hair wearing like a... What color is that sweater? It's like pink and yellow. And she's got like a horn on her head, like a unicorn horn. And she wears a bow in her hair. Yeah. Runs by yelling for Mog to hurry. And she and a Moogle like flee the scene. What's going on? I think she's a playable character. I don't know. Let's go take a look. They got away. Phew. Ugh. And we cannot go any farther. Does anyone live out here? Of course not. It's forbidden. Oh, yeah? I'll catch you next time. Oh, hi, guys. The guards leave, saying they're going to catch them next time they come to town. Yeah, that little girl ran off ahead, and Kina and Vivi appear. So you've had your ceremony, (laughs) right? Yeah. Thief have nerve to steal food right in front of me. She learned all about stealing. I can't believe Zidane and Dagger didn't couldn't like sit there and be Stop. witness to the ceremony. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. And they're, like they're bad shed a tear. They're like, we're gonna you guys go get married real quick. We're gonna be over here. We're gonna go look at this fucking root. We're gonna stare <laughs> at the ground over here. Okay, time to press on. So continuing forward, we're on these giant tree roots, and it leads to kind of like a mountain pathway. Yeah, we're in this little canyon, and we come upon the little girl who ran ahead. Whoa. Hey. She has somehow gotten stuck on like a tree branch that's sticking out of a cliff wall. Yeah, she's like hanging 20 feet in the air. Like her overalls got (laughs) caught on it, like she fell and is now just like suspended. The mountain path. Mm Mm-hmm. Kupopo! Hurry, Mog, before we get caught. Kupo, what's wrong, Mog? Kupo. This little girl has a Moogle with her. She's asking it for help, and it kind of freaks out and runs off. Yeah, upon seeing us, her Moogle accomplice flees. Wait, don't leave me here. <laughs> Sigh. Stuck on a branch. Betrayed by my own trusted pe- Moogle. Is this how I meet my end? Mog, gonna haunt you if I die here. Oh, am I hallucinating? That person has no horn. He has a tail, though. We all surround this little girl. Ah, help. Don't eat me. I won't taste good. It's true. I taste awful. You heard her, Kina. I see. Too bad. But Moogle that ran away, very strange color. I go find and eat it. Don't eat the Moogle. Nah, don't. Nope. Oh, 
Gotcha. gotcha. So because this Moogle's little koosh ball on its head is orange, Kina decides it might taste good. And so she's going to run off to catch it. She jumps over where the little girl is hanging from. Right. And lands on the other side with so much force that it shakes the earth and she falls down into Zidane's arms. So Kina runs off and then Zidane, Dagger, and Vivi are left with this little girl. Thanks. Well, welcome to the gang. We're your parents now. Are you okay? You're not hurt. I told you I'm okay. I'm not a child like that kid in the blue. But you don't look any older than me. Are you kidding? And I do have a name, you know. It's... Ico. Ico. We go to the character naming screen. It's been a while since we've added one to the ranks. Yeah, her race is horned human. Well, now that we've, like, mostly dealt with everyone else's big plot lines mm -hmm. in our party, we've got to add some more. Yep. Ico. Ico. Well, she's six years old. <laughs> what the fuck? That is, and her race is horned human. <laughs> that she's was right the they could come up with was her... Horned human? Horned human. Well, maybe we just have to learn the name of it. Yeah, maybe she was like, he doesn't have a horn, but he does have a tail. Things and we don't know them yet. You know, it's, and, like, uh, it's like important for the lore. Six years old. I can't believe how she's fucking sick. <laughs> I'm Daga, and this is Vivi. Yeah, what about you? Me, I'm Zidane. Zidane, all right. So, so Miss Iko, why did you steal from the village? I was hungry. Ha ha ha, you sound just like Kina. Hey, did she really go chasing after that Moogle? Oh no, she's gonna eat Mog. I don't think Kina would eat a Moogle. Do you live nearby, Aiko? I mean, Kina just said, I'm gonna go eat that Moogle. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> you heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, beyond this path, I'm sure Mog went home. Why don't we take her home? Yes, yes, anything for my lovely wife. You two are married? Yup, we're newlyweds. No, no, we're just friends. Well, I guess that's better than nothing. I want to be your friend too. Alright then, let's go to our new friend's house. Is she wearing weird sleeves or her arms fucked up? Oh, uh, she's wearing weird sleeves. You wanna play? No, I'm actually like fading fast. I'm like, <laughs> looking for a save point. Or I'm hoping for one soon. Well, I mean, I think we could leave and save. You know what I mean? What's this? Red stone. If we're fading fast, yeah, I feel I like we, we should, should leave it alone and leave and, and we'll come back. Yeah, on the mountain path, there was a red stone that I could either leave alone or take. Mm -hmm. So we're going to leave this place and save and end for the night. We met Iko. Now that I've eaten, my body is shutting down. I'm tired. I'm glad we met Iko. I am too. I'm glad we pushed on even after we ate. There's a safe point in here. Yeah, there's a little right here. Hooray! Yeah. We did it. Alright. <laughs> so, I think we should keep the things recording for a little bit while like, we like set up the bed and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the sleep overnight. Yeah, in a somewhat desperate attempt to recapture childhood <laughs> nostalgia, I'm gonna stay over. It's like the cabin. Yeah, trying to get that back so into the show. So start making up the bed. Yeah, it'll be really fun to just, like, wake up and eat and begin playing mm -hmm. again, too. So I haven't pulled out this couch before. Can't be that hard. No, I'm sure we can do it. Lift handles and walk straight back. Oh. There oh, you go. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be just fine. The new sheets. Got that new sheet smell. Mm-hmm. There we go. Sweet. That'll do it. Yep. Oh, yeah.
You're good. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. It's gonna be great. First guest of the guest room. Okay. We'll Definitely showing our age. Going as late as possible. It is now 9.58. Dude, it's really... <laughs> That's episode 23. Man, what an episode. Yeah. This game is really incredible. Square lost something along the way in terms of storytelling that they should really try to get back. Because if, like, for instance, <laughs> not to pick on Final Fantasy 16, well, but I just mean this game covers such heavy topics. This game so made, just made you cry. It made me cry. 16 did not do that. Yeah, I for wish you. they would somehow go back to this feeling. It works on me, at least. It feels very mature, yeah. the storytelling. I, I really love it. I remember this having a big impact on me when I was a kid. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's also interesting that the scene that made you cry was an active time event that I, was you, you could know, just fucking miss. I wonder if you can miss that one, though. Like, you have to pick three, right? Yeah. So they, they could they make might it so you force have to you, see that yeah, maybe one. I don't know like, how that all works. But it at least seemed like you could have missed that, it which is possible, pretty crazy. Yeah. I wonder what else is in there. But yeah, great episode. That's an amazing part of the game. Yeah. It keeps getting better. Let's see how day six begins. Right, it's the start of the day where it got rainy. You were going to go out for a skate. I was going to go skating, but it was raining. So I think you then watch skate videos instead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we make breakfast, of with course. With the leftover Zanku, and that's great. Anyway, we're going to play some more of the game before I head home that day. Yeah, we're going to hang out with Aiko, and it looks like we go back to the Black Mage it Forest. Looks like we just do, I'm not do sure. a bunch of horseshit before we, we go forward. We'll have forward. to see what we do. You'll all see what we do next week. We we do, you know, we're going to play more of it. It's, what, it's what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to get to the next part, maybe. We'll get to Medane Suri the week after. The week after, yeah. it looks I like. I can't remember why we go back. Maybe I wanted to grind or something, probably. Very, probably. We'll have to find out next week. Next week. When we eat these yellowing bananas. Oh, yeah. They'll be nice and ripe. Oh, but before we go, let's check in with the Moogle and see if there are any letters from the Magnet. Magnet. Play the flute. <laughs> Haley. I call to you once more. Come here. Come here. Oh, you were over there. Oh, wait, no, no, come here. In here. Come here. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> ah! I think she's actively resisting now. <laughs> she puts it right out of my <laughs> she's range. She's fed up. Yeah, she was like, like you want to come and get it. All right. God. You come to me. Well, thank you for the message. This message comes from Matt. And it just says that it's a tip for Haley the Moogle for all of her hard work and dedication to the craft of delivering mail. Well, that, I mean, that's much appreciated. This message is a tip for you, Haley. I think we should give her a treat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me go get a bag of treats. Give her a whole bowl of treats. Treats. Treats, Haley. Oh, yeah. What do I have here? That got her attention. Maybe I should be giving her one for every message. Probably. You know? Should probably should be... Should probably be giving her... Rewarding her for doing this job, yeah. your hard work. I think that would be this nice. This is a tip for you, Haley. This is a tip from Sit. Matt. Matt, hey, watch, the, this, how, watch this, how good she is. Lay down. Good girl. This treat is from you. This is from Matt. A tip for Haley. A tip for Haley. Well, Haley appreciates it, Matt, and we very much appreciate the letter. Yes, thank you for supporting the show and supporting the Moogle. She would love some more. <laughs> so, if you want to see us give a treat to Haley, 
<laughs> send us a letter where you ask us to do that. What a cute face. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. If you're interested in a Mognet message, just email nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. We do payments through PayPal because we are an independent podcast. Mm-hmm. Just email me and we'll make it happen. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Yes. Uh, we truly are grateful for the support. It's the reason that we're able to do the show at all. Mm-hmm. And it means the world to us. And if you would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat and sign up for five bucks a month. You can get the video version and all the bonus content and all that. And, and you're the ones that are making these banana boxes possible. Yeah. I mean, that funds things like all of this banana shit that you've been hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, without that funding, we wouldn't have any bananas on this desk right now there wouldn't be any bananas here bananas in this household so thank you for making our lives bananas yeah go to the etsy shop and support us by getting the shirts and the mugs Mm -hmm. you know i usually slip in some stickers into each package that Mm -hmm. we mail tell a friend oh yeah tell a friend about the show rate and review us thank you for listening thank you for listening have a great day out there in the world so now it's dessert time I think we should do, like, a game show size banana cream pie that's, like, uh, huge. What is game show size? Like a Nickelodeon game show, and you, you ride a slide down into the middle of it, and you eat your way out. That sounds like an amazing thing to experience. <laughs> it's a really good pie, though. This isn't, like, bullshit just to get messy. A game show, like a pool, like the size of a pool. It's gonna be great. You ride a slide into it, and you just it's just all for you. It's all for you. <laughs> it's not a community event. It's for you to bathe in and eat. <laughs> Enjoy. How long do you think we have before the God of War TV show? That has to be happening, right? Who's gonna play Kratos? Dave Bautista? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is is Probably. the dad and a young Tom Holland. <laughs>